podcast i do but whatever would it be about so our good friend uh, sarah mcclintock writes in and they say a podcast where you watch the first episode of all those animes that have titles over 10 words long <laughs> every once in a while have i have i told you what my google news feed is like no, but that's a fascinating question. I'm going to grab my phone and scroll over to mine, too. <laughs> I check my Google News feed pretty regularly because I do just like that kind of like, hey, I'm getting a filler of shit. I like I like that kind of like I'm shoveling the bullshit into your face. And, and it, it is helpful sometimes. I do find a lot of new toys that way. But <laughs> it 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 truly is. Uh, algorithms are just like. Oh, you like eating candy? We can put candy in front of you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, that's mm-hmm. all it is. Yeah. I, I I would respect an algorithm if it was like, yeah, we're going to, like, feed you a healthy meal. <laughs> yeah. It's always just like, oh, this kid really likes and wants candy. We should only give them candy. But then sometimes so, it misunderstands candy, and it goes, this has a lot of sugar in it. And it's like, okay, uh, here's a mocha. And I'm like, no, that's different. No, <laughs> that is a different thing. <laughs> because I will often get, like, toys and pokemon stuff and like oh there's an i fix it uh a mouse repair kit that's coming out soon great oh here's a review on a motherboard okay sure i care about that and then it goes down far enough where it's like josh hom on leonard skinnard they're a covers band and it's like i don't care about leonard skinner dude <laughs> like i don't give a sh- i don't know who josh hom is i'm i'm looking at a headline right now the flash michael keaton's batman swoops down as new hot toys figure from slideshow connect sideshow collectibles mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't care about any word in that sentence yeah it's it, it's like it gets close enough and so a lot of what i do is hitting the three dots on the bottom right and going to not interested or don't show content from this website. And I've done that enough, Andrew, that now whenever I travel to a place, uh, we were just, uh, I was just in Michigan. Mm-hmm. For, for, I'm for, sorry. <laughs> if I see another Michigan left, I'm going to do physical harm on somebody. <laughs> How are you going to find them? <laughs> I guess I'm going to take a legal U-turn that they've paved into the boulevard. Yeah, I was in Michigan and I immediately start getting recommendations on my Google feed about uh, local news <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's just like there was a fire at this elementary school. And I'm like, I don't know any of these words. I don't I'm not from here. I don't care. And sometimes even when I'm here, I get like Oregon local news reports. I'm like, that's not me. I don't go there. It's like I don't care what y'all think about the about the PlayStation uh fucking uh <laughs> summit. I love that you have a games division, but Portland, I don't care. I don't live there. <laughs> and it's it's a lot of shit like that. And I just when we're talk when we're talking about 
whatever the prompt was for this episode that you said. Yeah, I'm wondering where this relates to anime with 10 or yeah. more words in their titles. Thank you. I get a lot of recommendations because I like anime. I've been watching One Piece. I've been watching, you know, I watch Dragon Ball, all that shit. I get a lot of like, oh, a new episode of my daughter has transformed into my wife is out. And I'm like, I don't want this shit, dude. <laughs> like, please, <laughs> not interested. Do not show me stuff from Crunchyroll. And I'm like, ah, I probably need shit from Crunchyroll, right? I un unblock that. But like everything I get when it's like, you like anime? Do you want another pervert isekai? I'm like, I'm good, I, dude. I don't want that shit. I, Jory, our good friend from the network, Jory, talks a lot about the fact that, like, pervert anime are not, like, mainstream in Japan. Like, it's not like, if you're watching these shows, it's not like, yeah, this is the culture. No, those air at, like, 2 a.m. Like, they're garbage shows that people don't watch. It's, it is, like... This no one in Japan is like, ah, yes, my HBO <laughs> subscription so that I can watch. I got a cheat skill in another world and became unrivaled in the real world, too. Yeah, like, that's not a that's not an anime that like people are checking out. You know, I, I know nothing about this specific show. I'm just assuming. Mm -hmm. But like, oh, you want your porn isekai that airs at 3 a.m. Nobody watches it. People don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. There's just enough of a market in the U.S. They're just like, yeah, move all over all the shit. We'll shovel the shit right over here. I mean, is it, <laughs> is it like, is it to the effect of like one of the, like the uh, like the chaff reality shows that we get? Is it like a similar like that tier of television? I, I no. So this is something that I wanted to talk about, um, and I, I want to put a pin in like podcast about normie television shows uh mm -hmm. but like i i it's not that it's even it's like you know the shitty adult swim shows that nobody watches yeah like squidbillies you remember squidbillies <laughs> i'll be real with you i didn't watch any of the adult swim shows that weren't anime whenever i turn on it it'd be like it's aqua teen hunger force it'd be like god fucking damn it oh it's c lab 2020 again motherfucker Where's Inuyasha? I, yeah, I have I, to know I, how Kagome is doing. I I do think that like the equivalent is like if people if if there was an American cartoon market in Japan so big that they were just like, oh yeah, well we gotta translate Squidbillies, <laughs> and then people are just like, yeah, I mean, I love I love anime. I'm into Squidbillies, and American viewers are just like, I don't give a shit about Squidbillies. Nobody's watching Squidbillies. It's on at 2 a.m. It's for stoners. I'm not up then. I am asleep like a baby. I recently saw a Tumblr post come across my page where someone was like, they're like, oh, like, I bet Japan does not have a, like, a market for Western cartoons in the same way that we have a market for anime. And the next post was like, you're a fucking idiot. It absolutely does. And it was a screenshot mm -hmm. of a forum. And the forum uh, had posts, and the posts were translated. The tra tra the posts were like, I bet you only watch South Park, you fucking idiot. And it's like, yeah, I do watch South Park for its, for its, for its direct commentary. And it's after that, like, yeah, yeah, sure. You have to get into the deeper stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, the world is full of wonder and the same people live in multiple places. What are the beginner American cartoons you'd recommend for people that want to get into American cartoons? 
Because <laughs> all you know, all American. Cartoons. I can't recommend Family Guy. It's got like a thousand episodes. That's true. Family Guy is the one piece of American cartoons. Mm. Family Guy is the bleach of American cartoons. The Simpsons is the one piece of American cartoons. <laughs> It's a big cast. Every like, there's so many reoccurring characters, and they keep coming back. <laughs> it really I, centers I, around one guy <laughs> who wants to be a dad. I guess. I do want to say I'm looking through uh, my anime list, looking at their their spring 2023 <laughs> um, guide to find shows. Uh, I found another one that is the reason why Rayliana ended up at the Duke's mansion. I'm curious what that reason is, but I do feel like that's a plot point that can be resolved in one episode. <laughs> that's exactly 10. I do want to point out uh, there is a another isekai anime. All of these are rated like 6 out of 10, which feels perfect for these shows. <laughs> um, that's higher than I expect, frankly. This one, I I think it's on a curve. Uh, this one is called Summoned to Another World for a Second Time. For a and... second time? He got hit by two cars? <laughs> That's only good if it's a sequel series. If, if it ends like the last show, and then he gets up and he's like, wow, I just got hit by a car, so bam! And then he cut into the next isekai. I, I, I do love that idea of like, this guy's just very susceptible to being isekai. He tried to walk like, across the street at the wrong time, and there's just a series of cars. Three cars hit him at once. He wakes up, and he's just like, oh, fuck, I, I already beat a demon king. I don't want to do that again. I've been isekai three times, and now I wake up at the beginning of my own life as my dad? I understood the power set in the last one. I don't want to learn a new power set. <laughs> Come on. No, you all beat him this time. <laughs> I'm not doing this shit, but you're the chosen one. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I do want to uh, to jump back to something that I also thought about, which is um, these these shows are all like they're they're garbage shows mm -hmm. and. I do think that there'd be something interesting in like, hey, what if we did a podcast, but it's about like the shit that's on CBS at 10 p.m. Andrew, I, I'm writing this down. Shit that's on CBS 10 p.m. You just had a glitch in your voice, and I'm going to send you the clip so you can put this in. You, for five seconds there, had that extra credits voice of like you are super high pitched, and I don't know what just happened weird well it was uh, insane <laughs> <laughs> that's probably more interesting than anything that has happened on the rookie it's happened again <laughs> this is so much more interesting than any shit that nathan fillion has done in years <laughs> uh it seems like there's an issue with my like i think that we could do a podcast about the rookie the nathan fillion show like doesn't no one gives yeah. a shit about it it has it's it's we we talked about this an episode or two ago. It it surely has more views than anything on HBO. <laughs> like, you know, mm -hmm. um The Good Doctor is the same boat. Like we mm -hmm. could do a podcast about this and like probably find a real audience. Like rake it in, right? And mm -hmm. that's I guess that's the thing that's the most upsetting to me is like I I watched a lot of Castle. Andrew, I own a Castle comic book, a Castle tie-in comic. 
They made tie-in comics for Castle? They did make tie-in comics for Castle. It's what I got my wife for her first birthday that we shared together because she really liked the show Castle. Because her family really likes Nathan Fillion. But not for Firefly. <laughs> have not seen what do they Firefly. like him for, Drive? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he was really great in the last season of Buffy. Because I'll tell you what, nobody likes him anymore in the family. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, he's fine. <laughs> I I hated Castle at first because I really liked Firefly. And I was like, oh, I like this Nathan Fillion guy. He could do some cool stuff. And then he was like, I'm going to be in a cop show where I'm a writer who pretends to be a cop. And I was like, I'd love it if you were in something better than this. <laughs> And then he was on that show for like eight years. Yeah, like, like nine okay, seasons. Well, I wanted you to have a career that I could enjoy, but you did Castle instead. Which I think says clearly that Firefly was a fluke, right? Hi, podcast where we relitigate if Nathan, if an actor was ever actually good. Oh, hold on, actually. Andrew, a podcast where we relitigate if an actor was actually good. I th- I think Nathan Fillion is actually good. What was he think, good in? Firefly. I think he was good in Firefly. Good in Serenity. He's, <laughs> he's good at doing like the exact thing that he's doing in Castle, right? Yeah, but I, he's not like a versatile guy. If you you hired Nathan Fillion because you wanted Nathan Fillion, right? But like, I think he's good at what he does. You could say you could say that about like fucking Jack Black. Like he's not like versatile he plays jack black in every movie Mm, i don't know if i would say that about jack black i see what you're getting at but i think that jack Jack black's a goofy guy he just plays a different variation on goofy guy i think jack black has more variation on goofy guy than robert downey jr has more variation on i am an asshole yeah because like i think that that's you can only write an ass the a robert downey jr style asshole so many ways that's not true that's not true you could write a robert downey jr style assholes a lot of ways because you've seen a jesse eisenberg asshole those that's a similar style of asshole but jesse eisenberg has more range right robert downey jr I, and I nathan fillion with that I, you, you, you disagree well have you seen i did i do disagree Jesse Eisenberg couldn't do a kiss kiss bang bang every time that he's tried to do anything like more than just the thing that he does he's just like i'm a little shitty dude see but it doesn't I, work i think he's good and now you see me well, that's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't think Robert Downey Jr. is the good, the reason that Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, bang is good. I think that Val Kilmer is the reason Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is good. Val Kilmer is in two scenes. And I think he does a lot of heavy lifting. I, okay. I, I, I could not do this podcast with you. Um, <laughs> I, I, God, I got so distracted. So I, I think that like, I don't well, know. You like, rarely hard shut down a podcast like that. That is not something we do on this show. You brought that one to a screeching halt because, because my opinions frustrated you so bad. I Well, the thing is that you're wrong, but not in a way that I can be funny with. Because uh, it's just me going like, well, actually, he's good in a, in a movie. <laughs> Fair. And I seem to care about this in ways that I don't like articulating, but you don't. And that's the thing that bugs me is that you'll just say <laughs> shit. And I need to shut this down before I get verklempt. Verklempt. Hey, hey, that's fair. You hit me. Follow, follow up. Follow up. Look, I think that I've, I've, I think I've talked on this show. I've talked about doing it in the past where we do a 
a podcast that's like let's do the let's find the best night like we did the best uh issue of shonen jump to ever release Mm -hmm. let's look at all the series that released at the same time and say like as a chunk which of these magazines is the best i talked about this i talked about doing that for a night of toonami as well what if we did that for 10 8 for for a night of cbs television what if we did this for fucking abc drama night okay oh we're gonna watch some gray's anatomy oh we're gonna watch an episode of the rookie fuck dude Oh, the good doctor's probably on this. I don't know what shows these are actually on. Uh, and then we have to end the night watching uh, one of the late nights. Best era of CBS primetime. Which TV shows have made CBS the most watched? Because here's what I'm uh, thinking. Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Yeah, so I'm, I'm scrolling down to number one. I don't have time to go through this. NCIS. Big Bang Theory's number oh, two. Oh, I forgot NCIS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, I think NCIS are still making episodes of. Like, yeah. I, I would believe you if you told me that NCIS is still on the air. It is, I believe. Original series NCIS is still on? NCIS has Damn, stayed Mark on the top. Harmon's the best paid man on television, and nobody could name him. NCIS, The Big Bang Theory, NCIS, Los Angeles, <laughs> Blue Bloods, and then Football. Okay, actually, here's the thing. Number seven on this list is The Mentalist. Above Young Shelton. <laughs> yeah, that's... And yeah, an NCIS. About that. Think about that. The seventh best show that CBS has produced is a fucking mentalist. Well, that's... And the mentalist rules. The mentalist mm. is the first good show on this list, as far as, like, I think a standard person would decide it. And it okay. is literally tied. No, it's not tied. Young Shelton is tied with NCIS New Orleans. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you if you wanted to... I think so. I, I, I l- listen. Part of the reason that I did, uh, I did mild mannered was like, let me test my chops. Let mm-hmm. me see if I can do a podcast where I have to watch something, mm-hmm. have a quick turnaround, give takes about media, cover it in a way that people can enjoy. Like, I, I, uh, mild mannered is my resume builder show, which feels weird to say out loud, but it is. Mm-hmm. And, it's also, I've realized, my normiest show mm-hmm. and the easiest one to pitch to people. Because mm-hmm. it's just, I'm talking about a thing that happened on the television. Yeah, a television that people might have seen. I put up right. a sign for the moon landing in my works cafeteria. And people are like, oh, what's this? I was like, oh, it's my podcast network. We're doing a charity fundraiser. Oh, come come on. Bo-. Like, please donate at this QR code right here. And they're like, oh, thank you. I will. What kind of podcast do you do? And I was like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> to a very insular show about the act of podcasting. I do a actual play show. <laughs> and do you know what Pokemon are? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've reached a point where I'm like, oh shit, when people ask what kind of podcast do you host, it is easiest for me to say, so there was a dating show on VH1. <laughs> That is my easiest inroad to explain my podcasting to people. Um, it is also a show that, like, Sam's family has checked out. Sam's family Sam's has mo- listened to Milf Manor, had Mild Mannered. Yes, Sam's aunt has listened to Mild, not aunt, cousin has listened to Mild. Sam has a weird family where, like, everyone's like ten years older than her, but they're mm-hmm. the same generational bracket. Yeah, so yeah. I think, yeah, Sam's aunt Laura. No, they're cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. Uh, Sam Sam's cousin has checked us out. Like, uh, it's it's the pitch is good and easy. 
that I can just give to people like, oh yeah, the, there's a dating show. The twist is that they had to be on the show with their moms. Um, so I did a podcast where I watched and reviewed it with my mom. That's that's an easy pitch to give people of like, what kind of goofy shit you doing on podcasts? Mm-hmm. A coworker of mine checked out mild mannered. <sighs> See, that's the thing. No one he told I have me in known a British in... accent. He told me in a British accent that he loved the way that I constantly referred to the Milves, and I've never felt joy quite like hearing a British person say Milves before. That's the thing. Nobody I've ever known in real human life has listened to one of my podcasts before. Like, you know, like I, I know like my podcaster friends. I know the people who listen, listen to this show, obviously listen to it. But no one that I have met in the real world first has listened to one of my podcasts. And so I'm like, oh, damn, maybe I should. Maybe. Andrew, here mm-hmm. it is. This is the podcast that breaks us through. Okay. We're going to do a podcast about the amazing race. And the two of us are going to air quotes, recreate the challenge that they did on the amazing race based on what we have around us. And every week we watch the amazing race. We see like, Oh, they have to like fucking stand on one foot for super long or some shit. And we, we do that, but we're here in our apartments. And, 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 it's, and it's a podcast about how much a normal person could do that challenge. And it's us talking up our abilities. And then we get on TV. And then we are on The Amazing Race. We get out first episode. I, thought, I, I, think, I think we could hang, but I think, I think we wouldn't hang. You know what I mean? Do you know what I, I mean? Yeah, I 100% agree with you. But I think we make like it on there. We'd sprint to the next airport. And I'd be like, all right, thanks for coming out, everyone. It's been fun. <laughs> But I think that our dynamic would be enough that we'd be on TV and we'd say we'd be both be wearing shirts that say I'm from Moonshot Podcasts on the and now on the Amazing Race, and we would we would get listeners and that would be the biggest bump anyone on this network has ever seen. All right, Riley, I I, I appreciate where your head's at. I think that you're uh, doing a podcast that has too much work involved. Um, <laughs> one of the things that I've noticed about all of the popular shows is that you need to do as little work as possible. Okay. I'm going to pitch to you a podcast, similar vein. We're going to watch uh, television that's on primetime okay. and talk about it. I'd like to introduce you to Snark Tank. We watch Snark Tank. Snark Tank is my new show where we watch Shark Tank <laughs> and we just talk about how shitty the products on Shark Tank are. Oh my God. We are the, we, we were like, hi, my, my name is Andrew. I'm the fifth chair on Shark Tank. Hi, my name's Riley. I'm the sixth chair on Shark Tank. I think we're the sixth and seventh, but yeah, go off. But <laughs> I don't know, man, but we, we are also, we are giving our responses and it's like, all right, watch this episode. Pause right now. Pause after they've given this. Boom. Hi, your product sucks. <laughs> and, and that, Andrew, that will that we would could, take us through the moon. We'd be in Mars, baby. We could do bonus episodes where we buy the products and test them out. Yes, yes, the dude. Thing, I'm about to. I'm about to say a sentence. Um, Shark Tank has the same problem that The Bachelor has, where uh, nowadays, because it's a successful show, uh, it's it, Shark Tank's like Kickstarter, where yes. you don't put your product on it because you're hoping to get the shark's attention. You put your product on there because you need it as like your pre-order strategy. Yeah, so you can get as seen on Shark Tank on your Kickstarter and then release your like new way of cleaning garbage disposals or whatever the fuck. Exactly. 
Yeah, it is just like, hi, hi, sharks, I'm here to do this. And I'm just like showing it off to the world in the same way that like people go on The Bachelor because they're just like, yeah, it's a surefire way to get myself some Instagram followers. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, wait, man, why haven't they made? Never mind. America's Next Greatest Top Podcast co-host. That exists. I was going to say, why haven't they made a podcast based reality show and a nobody cares about podcasting and b that show already exists we should go on america's next best podcast co-host because it's all about like the newlywed game for podcast hosts right yeah so are we both the next best co-host hi you're kidding ray Riley, ray, ray andrew I, I think it's like uh, I think it's like uh, like my brother my brother and me where you don't know which brother it actually is uh, okay so it's, we, it's Justin mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we we they say the next the America's next best podcast co-host is Andrew and Riley and the two of us show up and sometimes you're responding sometimes I'm responding but we never respond to each other because we're one being is that what I'm getting at no, I, I, you've listened to the show, haven't you? I have, I have, but maybe I'm misunderstanding what's happening here. Uh, I, I, I don't know. We should go on, but I think that you're right. Yeah, podcast game shows have never caught on. They don't work. Um, NPR has one, and I don't think anyone's listened to it ever, and nobody cares. <laughs> NPR has a podcast game show? I think so. There's like, wait, wait, don't tell me and shit like that. Oh, right? but that's not a podcast game show. That's a real live. They they sell out venues. That's a oh, okay. li- that's a game show you go to in Chicago and sit I, in a in a theater, and then you can also listen to it later. I that's <laughs> honestly the podcasting is really fun because the money in podcasting is in everything but the podcast. Yes, absolutely. Podcasting is a fool's gambit. Like Mabim Bam was like, great, we've like we figured out how to make money doing podcasts. It's doing tours. It's doing toured live shows. That's where the actual money is in podcasting. And then they were like about to launch that and then the COVID hit. Yep, 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 yep. See, this is we talk about this a lot. This is a subject we keep coming back to and there's no money in podcasting. There's no money in podcasting. To which no. I look to you, viewers. Hey, make sure to come out to the moon landing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give money to us. Don't give money to these chuckle fucks. Give money to, to, to trans lifeline. Through these chuckle fucks. <laughs> Through the use us as an arbiter for your money to launder it to the charity. We chuckle fucks want to be your avatar. <laughs> give us money to give to someone else. It doesn't even happen that way. We don't even touch it. It doesn't. It doesn't even touch us. It goes all the way straight to them. It just has a little tag that says moot shots says high on it. We're like ghosts. <laughs> honestly i'm not even sure it has a tag that says moonshot says hi trans lifeline reached out to us right or was it extra life extra life reached out to us that's because we do it through extra life's website i'm pretty sure tiltify trans lifeline tomorrow just goes like oh neat we got some money cool (sighs) (laughs) don't say that (laughs) listener they know it's from us (laughs) andrew please (laughs) Riley, do you have an idea for a podcast for me? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I can. Have you heard of this game called Tears of the Kingdom? Uh, eh, next podcast suggestion. <laughs> uh, uh, uh.
Unless, do you, Riley, Riley, hey, yeah. hey, come here, come here. Yeah. I'm, I'm Sit sorry. down, look me in the eye. I'm like, yeah. Do you have a podcast pitch based off of Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom? Or do you just want to talk about your latest hyperfixation? I don't have a podcast pitch based on Tears of the Kingdom, but I could definitely get you one on Zelda. Yes, it is a recreation of BB&B, but this time it's ZZ&A where I call you at 6 a.m. every morning and just start talking in depth to you about how the Triforce was originally known as the Force or the Light Force before I just read the Hyrule Historia, Andrew. I'm I'm in bad. Oh no, Riley, my audio's acting up again. Uh uh oh. <laughs> I'm going into a tunnel. I don't know why I tried to call you when I was in tunnel mode, but <laughs> Wasn't my brightest idea. I'm going tunnel mode. Andrew, you... Like a Goron. Is that right? Did I do that right? Kind of, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Andrew, you and you and some of our, our co-creators, our co-hosts out here, had mentioned that you should start a, uh, a kind of fantasy poll for Riley hyperfixations. And you didn't <laughs> do it. And the problem is, is that I think that's a great idea because I think that's very funny. But I literally can't do it. So I need one right. of you motherfuckers to take initiative. Oh, we took it private, Riley. We're not letting you know about our brackets. Uh, we're going to do the we're going to play Fantasy Riley, where <laughs> we all pick different media franchises that we think Riley is going to hyper fixate on in the year of our Lord 2024. <laughs> we're going to set up a draft later in the year. I think we're just going to snake draft picking things. Oh, I want this to be true so bad. <laughs> we're just going to figure out what we think. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? What are like the, the, the top seeds? What do you think is like it in, in, have you ever done fantasy football? I, I have actually done fantasy football and I, I built the, uh, you could hear it on a waypoint episode, the, the fantasy video game off season. Yeah. What do you, oh, we should do that now that they're dead. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Yeah, what do I think are the top seed for next year? I think that's a great question. Uh, so the things that you really need to focus in on are you need to look at what's coming out next year, right? What is going to be yep. on the palette? What are things that are a constant slow burn? Slow burn. A Star Wars is always going to be in that top ten in the top ten uh, options because Star Wars is a burn that is constantly there. They're constantly making new stuff. The question is. Do I post about it? Do I like about it? Did I talk about the Mandalorian? No. Did I no. talk about Boba Fett? Not really. Like that shit that doesn't cover everything. But if you are something special, like a Rebels right now, like do the math. Like, are they going to be hitting? Or is AMCA going to be hitting the good seasons of Rebels next year? Maybe Rebel. Maybe Star Wars is a good pick. Now, Zelda, that was a sleeper. Nobody would have expected this, but it, it connected in my brain, and I remembered I'm somebody who cares very deeply about Zelda lore. <laughs> and it, and it, it triggered a, a transformation in my heart. And so you this would not have been a high seed. This would have been someone low-seeded that we didn't expect. Zoids, the problem is so a schmuck would pick Bionicle, Beyblade, or Zoids. A schmuck would pick that. You've you've already passed them. They're they're rusted in the desert at this like, point. Like in like your brain. Beyblade never was really a hyperfixation. It was a thing I did a show about for four seasons before we decided that actually this sucks. <laughs> We're gonna do something else. Beyblade or Bionicle? B 
Beyblade I did four four episodes of. Bionicle I did more. They've I've never actually okay. liked either of those things really. You 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 said four seasons and I, I it threw me. Okay. Sorry, I meant to say episodes. I apologize. Yeah, people people associate you with Beyblades and you're just like that was a bit. Yeah, I don't. That was, that I was have a, a, the joke is that I had to do a thing I didn't like. I have to move a box of Beyblades that somebody sent me. I don't know how they work. <laughs> And I have to move them because I'm like, well, maybe one day I'll figure out I'll like actually let it rip. I'll have enough space to let it rip in the privacy of my own home. I think I think that those those can find a good home at, at Goodwill. I think you might be right, but I do just want to let it rip once because I've never in my life actually had a Beyblade fight. I will say moving has very strong like end of a season energy for me where I'm just like, oh, there's a couple of these uh, plot points that I got to wrap up real quick. (laughs) Well, plot points for me are like, how do I think that I could finish the potatoes that are on my counter before next Wednesday? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's it's. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of me going like I can officially come to terms with I'm throwing that away. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm never actually going to do that. Let's throw it away. I'm keeping I'm keeping all my old computers. I, I keep saying that I'll go get their hard drives like looked at and get the data off of them. I know that I won't, but like that plot point's still dangling. Mm-hmm. But I am deciding that it's time to let go of the PS3. Wow. You're losing the PS3 and st- the PS3 that still has an online store that works. Why would I keep it? It has no games. You have another A, a that's wrong. B, do you remember it's still backwards compatible with like PS2 stuff and PS1 stuff? I have a PS2. Why would you have a PS2? Actually, it's not it's not backwards compatible with PS2 stuff, just PS1. Oh, you don't have a fat? No. No, oh. no one has a fat. Fats don't work anymore. I have that. Yeah, I have one. Well, okay. Anyways, I'm probably getting rid of my old PS3. My mm-hmm. old PS3. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I, I, I understand this. Andrew, before we get too far away with it, I need to know what you would draft for next year for 2024 for my hyperfixation my pack one pick one what's coming out next year you are pretty much over marvel stuff so i'm i'm not counting on any of those movies being good mm-hmm, mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. think that there is I think I I think that my answer would probably be something DC related. DC related I think strong. I have a bit of faith in James Gunn and where he's taken the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Uh don't have a lot of faith in him as like a, a proud member of uh the union negotiations right now. Uh <laughs> do you know do you know that he got done with the Superman script the day before uh the 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 writer strike started? Weird. Oh, that's wow. How interesting. What a good coincidence. Like, yeah. wow. Could you imagine being so fortuitous that you happened to finish your script? Maybe he rushed it. He was like, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. Maybe, 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 maybe. I bet that's, I bet I that's, bet what that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I do think that there are a couple. I think actually, I think that uh, what we need to do, we need to incorporate some, um, I think that we need to incorporate some MOBA uh, technology into our draft. I think that before we start drafting, we get it to have a, a ban phase. Oh, this is so good! And oh. I think that I get to say, I, I think that my pack one pick one is banning Batman. 
That's so good. That's such a good mechanic, Andrew. I, <laughs> I think that we banned Batman. Good. We banned Star Wars. We banned, uh, you know, just a couple things along those lines. It's so, just like, look. Do you, do these, you these ban are, them? These are things Riley comes back to. Get rid of them. Do you we ban need to them? all start fresh. Or do you... Do you simp do you spend one of your draft picks? If you snake draft four times, do you spend number one on I'm banning Star Wars and take that out of everyone's shit? Send the entire draft into disarray, but you have less to go on. No, I think I think that we have a ban phase and okay. we get rid of them. Okay. I want I want everyone to start at the ground floor. I don't God. think someone should be allowed to draft a Robin or uh Star Wars. Fuck, Those are dude. just too too powerful. Too too, too too eternal. Too yeah. I I Here's the thing. If you run this stream once every two months, I will swear to God I won't watch it. I will mute every word. <laughs> this sounds so fun. But this is the part of me that also was like, you know what? You're right. We should do a fantasy my parents game for one year. That sounds great <laughs> and not at all horrible. <laughs> I I love the idea of looking at this because I... You know, I it's it's funny uh, when we did the we streamed Metabots Metabots mm -hmm. the other day, and I did have a moment where I was just like, "Come watch Riley develop a hyperfixation in real time." And mm -hmm. you know what? You didn't. No, I that game was pretty fun. I enjoyed it, but it was right on the edge of uh, Jedi Survivor. It was right on the edge of other of like I think Dredge at that point was still going on. I had other shit in my life like Metabots. I was like, mm -hmm. "This is a really cool game. I would like to like get to know this, but it's not released in a way that's consumable to me." And so it just Actually, passed on. Did you mind? I do think that was a little bit of a I, flash in the pan too. I do think pack one, pick one. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the deep the deep dark pick because I know mm -hmm. that this is uh, me too. Uh, I'm gonna say that y your house. My oh, 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 oh. I I think that is one that, that nobody off, would think of, Andrew. I think you're gonna go off the deep end, and you're gonna be like. I think you're going to start watching HGTV. I think you're going to have opinions about Property Brothers. I think that like. True. I already have. A, this is a great pick because I already have a favorite HGTV show. I have two favorite ones explicitly that I when I see them when I'm on vacation, I'm like, oh, it's it's the couple that goes back to their hometown and is like rebuilding every house in their hometown. Yes, dude. Or, oh, it's this like. <laughs> this woman who actually highlights her crew and her crew are all like her buddies from high school. And they're just like a bunch of punk dudes. And then the one main contractor, and they just sort of like shooting the shit and doing shit the entire time. You would win so my, much. My favorite is uh, for the entire opposite reasons. Mine's like a very doom pilled. My favorite HGTV <laughs> show. Uh, there's a show where they teach people how to uh, make their Airbnbs better. Um, <sighs> And so they go in and they're just like, oh, have you considered depersonalizing this place? Have you considered removing anything that makes it seem like a person might live here and uh, turning it into more like a hotel? God. Hey, we noticed that like you have this nice room that you keep for yourself and the slightly worse room that you keep for your guests. Have you considered moving into your office so that like you could list a better Airbnb uh, listed as a two bedroom? You could make like an extra thousand dollars a night if you did that. Um Hey, have you considered changing this space? It's 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 incredible. It is like the most doom pilled show imaginable. You you're sick. You're sick. How dare you ruin the beauty of HGTV? 
<laughs> that's that 3 a.m. HGTV shit where it's like, yeah, you're up this late and you've picked HGTV. Time to watch the worst schlock we have available. What's the name of this show? <laughs> I don't want to know. Is it My House is Your House? <sighs> Riley, I got bad news. This is a different show with the same premise than the one that I thought it was. Man, fucking God damn it. <laughs> oh, you know what? Is it Stay Here? Is that what this show is? There's a chance that I'm thinking of a Netflix show. I just assumed it was on. Oh, well, doesn't matter. Riley, you got a podcast for me. <laughs> I'm still, I'm reeling at the last chunk of our conversation. And, and I, I've been writing things down because I've realized I've had trouble focusing this episode. So I've been writing things down as they popped into my head and I can okay. see them and I know where I wanted to go with them, but I can't remember the connective tissue that got me here. So now it seems like a non sequitur. And so what you got Andrew. Imagine if there was a podcast where one of us who hasn't seen a lot of One Piece and one of us who has seen a lot of One Piece. Andrew, I'm here to talk to you a little bit about a... Yo-ho, hi-ho. <laughs> <laughs> 